There is a perfect example of motherhood out there. We've all felt its presence. It lingers in our social media feed, in the products we buy, the answers to the questions we research. Even though we know it's not real, we feel it spotlight what we could be doing better. Join two best friends as they step off the stage of motherhood and go behind the scenes with moms from different walks of life. The Mom Cult Podcast. Real moms, real talk, real tired. Welcome to the Mom Cult Podcast. I am Sarah Parker Massey. I am Joy Todd. Oh, and then (laughs) welcome to the Mom Cult Podcast. (laughs) Um, Our guest today is fantastic. I first (laughs) learned of her... Um, when she was, well, seemingly, at, I felt like at every show, dancing in the front, mm-hmm. music show, in a way that seemed like free and fun and awesome and like charismatic. Good and energy. I, it was really good energy. And then I got to know her and she's one of the realest women ever. Um, Haley's country. So I probably will be, Ooh, feel yeah. safe and at home Let and that maybe that will come out. on out. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I like it. That'll come out. I already said my daddy. My daddy. Before. <laughs> she's fun and funny and high energy and always down. I just wrote that down. This is, I don't need to be reading this like this, this straight off. She's always. <laughs> I feel like you're giving a toast at her wedding. <laughs> That's what I like to do. Is that not what an intro is? Is that not? I it? guess it kind of is. I like it. I have anxiety I'm, I'm about it. Well, it. I feel anxious I love saying you it, doing so. intros. <laughs> this is like how I write a text, but it's maybe a little much for in person. Okay. She is amazing. <laughs> just kidding. Let's see. She should be in commercials to sell hair products. Her hair is so fantastic. It really is incredible. Mm -hmm. And if that's not annoying enough, she's also super smart. She is a nurse practitioner. And most recently, she is, um, in my opinion, I don't know if she'd call herself this, but a burgeoning fitness influencer. I spent personally $80 last year based solely on how fit she looks. (laughs) So... Um, she's the wife of a traveling, very gifted musician, but this isn't about him. Hell no. No. And she is the mom of one, a feisty little lady named Dylan Liu. Mm-hmm. I just only, I knew her name, but I didn't, I was checking on her middle Dylan. name. Welcome, Haley Morphew. Welcome, Haley. Is it Young? young? Haley Young. Mm-hmm. Why would I say Morphew? It's in my phone that way. Wow. I mean, I know Young, but I, saw, I just thought you didn't change it. I think like, I have people that. After they got married, their maiden names are still on my phone. And I like, totally. I don't know, I have like, I don't want to change it. Yeah. Because yeah. no, they're yeah. like, that's who, that's how I know them. Yeah. You're right, Annie. You're still. Yeah. Haley Morphe Young is great. Haley, Haley Morphe Young. Welcome. Tongue twister. Thank you, ladies, for having me. <laughs> of course. Hey, y'all. Hey. I mean, I wish I could deny this country accent, but it's, <laughs> no, it's so impossible. Good. So, um, how's your week? How's yes. your day? How you doing? Oh, man. It feels kind of like a blur. You just changed jobs. Yeah, recently. I, just, right? I did recently. This will be a month. Yeah, today that I changed jobs. So now I'm working more with, um, I'm a family nurse practitioner, or I just accepted a new job as like a specialty surgery nurse practitioner. Ooh, so nice. I work with surgeons and I see their patients mm-hmm. prior to their surgery. Is wow. that like... Did you go into that specifically because you've been wanting to do that? Or is there something new you're no, trying out? I actually went to school with one of the nurse practitioners that works there now. We went to college together. And she reached out to me and she was like, hey, you know what? We've got this opening here. And uh, would you want it? And I was just at that place at mm-hmm. my old job where I was like, oh, man, you know, 
it was a good job. I loved it. But it was just one of those, you know, when it's just time. You're yeah. just like, yeah. man, I'm ready for something new, but mm-hmm. I don't know what I want to do. It's been great. It's been a huge learning curve do because certain like, different. <laughs> do you like that? Like, do you like being in a position of like, oh, I actually yes. don't know these things? Or does that excite you or does it intimidate you? Uh, or, no, it excites me. But yes. I will say that probably the people closest to me probably hate it when I start something new. <laughs> because i just it's so much and i am so much of a uh, perfectionist in that way yeah that yes i love things that challenge me and i want to learn it but i I want to be perfect at it in like two days yeah you want to learn it immediately stupid yes but so i just put so much into it that everything around me also kind of just falls at the wayside or just feel like Mm -hmm. it's out of control do you feel that way yeah i'm living that currently i'm like really trying to be like I'm going to work on this later Yeah. after the kids go to bed. Because if I get any new information in regards to work, I, I'd want to like tune everything out immediately and just focus because I get excited. Yeah, you're so excited. But then, you know, the other parts of your world and as you become a mom or even just women in general, I think we multitask so well and all the time. You put so much energy into that and you get home, you're like, I'm I'm just numb. I've got yeah. nothing, but I still have so many things I need to do. Yes. Yeah. In this <laughs> Yes. In this yes. in this thing called my family and life. And like yeah. holy crap, where am I gonna find the energy to do this? Where does this come from? Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking to a mom that's pregnant right now and um she's a musician. Mu- musician. Musician. <laughs> Thanks. And and just talking about how you're that's irrelevant that she's musician. That you <laughs> stretch that, stretch that. She's only like three sips um, in. Yeah, what is happening? It's not. I didn't eat enough. Um, you, how we, our brains and our bodies and our mind, we just expand. And I don't mean you know our body, but like yeah. just what we're able to accomplish in a given day. I used to, I feel like, write down like anything that I got done, and now I'm just like, there's just hundreds of things. Right, feels like. You just have to be okay with like, I just didn't get done today. Yeah. yeah. Also like the mental tally of things that aren't even physical. It's just you telling yourself like, just keep being patient. Don't get so angry. Don't like there, there is a constant reminder in my head all the time of how I should behaving when I didn't behave the way that I probably should have. Just, you know, it's just exhausting. Yes. Oh, see, I think that takes a backseat for me. To the physical stuff? Well, just like, (laughs) <laughs> sounds bad it's just like no. oh, I was kind of an asshole but I'm just like oh well <laughs> no I mean I think I, went, I, the... I, I wish I I mean I feel like I need to yeah learn to be better at that to be okay with someone yeah. not being okay with me because I have a huge need oh, yeah. to for everyone to be happy with me at all times okay so I will say that's also I have that I mean being a nurse that's my number one thing. I want to make sure everyone is taken, taken care, care of. of. And then, oh, if you have a problem, I want to fix it mm-hmm. and call on me. But that also gets to a place, I feel like this week, I have just been like, and I was, uh, after this month, I was like, okay, the new job, there's been a lot of other things that I went through this month and transition. I was like, this week, I feel like, man, I'm getting walked all over. I, I want to put my foot down and I'm not going to care that what I'm saying here is hurting that person's feelings because guess what? I'm also hurting, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you're just as important. Of course, hopefully there is a conversation to be had. You feel like those feelings have been hurt. But I think as moms, we really have to be, and I'm, 
I love the dialogue of just being like, it's okay to have a boundary and to be maybe you want to be respectful, but it just seems so awkward for us to stand up for ourselves and Mm -hmm. maybe feel like we're being that asshole. But maybe it was an asshole. Maybe I just said what I needed to say. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel. I'm like, all right, let's go about our business. I feel like that's where I'm getting. And I don't know if it's just because I'm so busy that I'm like, I can't sit around and care about everybody's feelings right now. I feel like it comes with age, too. Like, I'm excited about getting older and just giving less of a shit yeah <laughs> about the things i don't yes. need to care about yeah i have recently thought several times i really don't care <laughs> what they think i don't oh. care i don't give a shit <laughs> i think i say that out loud i don't give a shit what they think <laughs> but just to yourself you would never <laughs> i do say it sometimes out loud i remember specific yeah i need to paint the picture but so sitting yeah, in my bathroom we're all getting yeah. to that point it's just like i don't care I'm especially s- after the last two years oh seriously i'm like oh. you have put in our work <laughs> yeah but to be clear i do care a lot still it's just sometimes i really don't care okay <laughs> yeah got it got it got it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's usually those people that are closest to you i think it's like you know those are the people that probably get the worst of it so. oh for sure oh yeah so, yes unfortunately yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's your week, Joy? Um, it's been fine. It's been somewhat busy or just, you know, another week and practicing putting things on the calendar, trying not to let the week overwhelm me, but just like, let's just get through Monday and then we'll get through Tuesday and then, you know, um, but all all good busy things. Just anytime I add to our schedule that already feels uh, <coughs> shaky, I don't I don't like putting in things like that are just gonna add to maybe not yeah. the stress but just adding more things on the calendar yes so that gives me some anxiety but again i don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> um also fourth graders apparently say hot like they like somebody <gasps> being hot Oh, in fourth grade and i was just like i don't know what to do th- what to do with that like they tell your daughter she's hot no ava was just like he's hot so and so thinks yeah. so and so's hot oh, like i would what? say at fourth grade <laughs> i started saying he's fine i'm a, I, I would be okay with that <laughs> yeah we were in the boy band hot just then, seems right? yeah. ridiculous i wasn't don't mean to brag well i wasn't that much either but i feel like that's when like jonathan taylor thomas yes i loved him mm. yes and every girlfriend's house i went over to a first sleepover was like plastered with yes. him or like devin sawa <gasps> oh so much devin sawa <sighs> on my friend's walls yes right no, no, i didn't have any i was like not listening to secular music for a year and going to church like three days a week yeah so my room Michael looked a little different yeah yeah Oh, and that's what were they called? Like bop magazines or something? Kids bop, teen bop, bop kids bop. Teen bop. No, that's a new. That's the thing now. I mean, my girlfriend used to call each other, and she would just read the magazine over the phone to me because I didn't have. I it. used to love taking those quizzes. Yes, yes. Mm. I still love quizzes. Yeah, I want to personality tests is what we now call them, yeah. but they're the same thing. Who am I? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please, tell me. Will this magazine tell because me who I am. Mom, that's the question. <laughs> Anything like that you have, send it right in. <laughs> I'm taking them all, but I'll take more. How are you this week, Sarah? I, I feel like was that hijack your no all right. no. Well, I had for like a couple of days ago. I had like, and it lasted like three days. Like a weird cloud of sort of like a depression it was when it was cloudy yeah it was raining and it was cold i just it was like an an aching feeling and i could kind of look at it from outside and i kept talking about it Mm -hmm. like to eric and to say like i know this is not logical like i felt like it was chemical or whatever and i didn't really know i don't have like some big bomb to drop about that i just 
you know, I was like, am I drinking too much? Is it long COVID? Uh, I don't really know. Um, Right. Yeah. It's what's, is it food? Is it not? So I kept like checking things off the list and whatever. I could list the things that now everything seems to be leveled out. But the point is I brought Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, Mm -hmm. happy I don't know what today would be, but Ash Wednesday yesterday. Anyway. Did your king's cake? Brought a king cake, yeah, to school. I'm super proud of it. Ordered it like a month ahead, whatever. But it's from my favorite place in Mississippi. And now everybody knows not to, not everybody knows, but people just don't put the the baby inside the king cake. If you don't know, Um, a king cake comes with, or like a baby that you put in, or the meaning is like you, I don't know, I don't need to do a history lesson on it, but (laughs) you get it. (laughs) <laughs> There's a baby in a king cake, and whoever gets that slice is it's lucky. So I'm bringing it to a group of two year olds. The butt. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, holla. The oh, sorry, it delete that. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> holla. <laughs> anyway, my greatest um, shame. <laughs> I'm so red. Uh, I brought a king cake. Proud of it whatever and then i realized the morning of that um while i was decorating it that the the, this place from where i'm from puts the baby in the cake and i'm like i don't know if i'm supposed to cut it up uh choking hazard right yeah so i'm like how do i find it yeah what and i looked on the bottom anyway so i wrote this really long email to this woman who's very busy already (laughs) and i was too in too much of a hurry to like edit it out then at the end i realized like oh Y'all probably going to cut it up anyway. And like, am I supposed to cut up? Anyway, so I went to the store because, of course, I forgot to get plates and I brought them back. I was like, oh, I left them at home, but I didn't. I had to go to Publix. And I went, brought it back to school. And on the way back to school, because I was just panicked and like, I'm about to cry even talking about it. I was so flipped out. And I was like, so I stopped and I pulled my rear view mirror and I was like, you are doing a good job. You have brought a effing king cake to your kid's school mm-hmm. you ordered it from a different state a month ago a month ago well a couple weeks i don't know what it was but let's just <laughs> a couple say weeks was, ago it's definitely like well ahead of time right and you're doing the best you can and you could do a little better on time so do that but like don't be so hard on yourself right and that i felt like was the beginning of coming out of whatever it was and and i don't know i don't know who needs to hear that but like you just just I'm so I can get in such a spiral mm-hmm. being so hard on myself about everything. And I am like that anyway. And if you're just kind of, you know, not always together like I am, then it can be easy to spiral about those things. But, you know, we're all doing the best we can, especially whatever. You get it. You got the point. Yeah. The point was made. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's crazy what a conscious decision it has to be to tell yourself. Yeah. You're doing a good job. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I was like, man, that was amazing that you actually stopped in mm-hmm. that moment and was like, you know what? Damn it. I'm doing a good job. I did. Th- I probably just still would have spiraled. It was just. But I, I also felt so. like, I mean, definitely suffer from seasonal affective disorder where, mm-hmm. you, especially here in Nashville and yeah. Tennessee, it's just gray and gloomy mm-hmm. and wet and cold. And yeah. It's hard. Winter is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For feeling that way. I had that same thing. A couple days too that i was just like oh i do not feel great i was like i feel depressed i was like but i'm not really depressed or am i depressed yeah but i think it's also when you have to sit back and take a moment and like just recount okay what all do i have on my plate actually Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this makes sense why i feel this Mm -hmm. way give myself grace Yeah. yeah give myself grace 
when I feel like I'm being really hard on myself for being lazy, because that tends to be what I go to, lazy specifically. And I'm not really sure when that started or why that's my thing. But I will journal and I will list, I'll first do all my complaining. Mm -hmm. I haven't done this. I haven't done this. I still need to do this. I need to be on my ass about this. And then I will make myself list all the things that I have done. The list of things that I have done ends up always being exponentially larger than the list of things I'm complaining about because there's so many things I'll do, but I won't give myself credit for doing them because I'm like, well, that's just life. And it's like, no, you, you took, got Penny outside today. You like took her out of the house and went on a walk, like just little things that whatever. Anyway, it's, but yeah, we have to like make ourselves recognize those things. I haven't quite thought of it like that, but that's a good idea to, I do like like to look at my done to do right. list stuff, yeah. but that's oh, a yeah. good like thing to make it like practice. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, then you have to. It's like, oh, well, my thought is like, uh, of course, I have to make another list in my head of how to appreciate myself. <laughs> Let's go ahead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> here we go. It's another thing to do. It's another thing to do. I'm telling you, negative Nancy over here right now. No. The sun is coming out. It is. Happiness is around the corner, yeah. people. The d- last two days of sun and it's warm been, has yeah. been a game changer. So great. Oh my gosh. When did you guys talk about trying to get pregnant? Okay. Were you guys ready for that? Tell us how the, yeah. the beginning of, of becoming a mom started for you. Yeah. And what that experience was like. It was. I was taking a walk around our block that we have at our old house we used to live near this area middle school whatever and they held um like i don't know saturday soccer league or something and there was all these young little like three and four year olds playing soccer out there and i just remember coming around that and i was like i just stopped and watched and i was like i'm i'm ready to have a kid i'm it's time i'm ready <laughs> to start having kids this moment mm-hmm. right here mm-hmm. so i remember i picked up the phone and i called ricky because he was on the road and i was like you know, when you get back, I said, I think it's time. I think it's time we start trying. Mm-hmm. He hung up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the? Uh, no, he was like, yeah, oh, let's do yeah. it. Um, you know, we always talked about having kids. Mm-hmm. So he was more excited about the trying part, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when he got home, it was on. And... Uh, <laughs> Was it easy? Was it easy to get pregnant? Did it take a while? It was. You know, I feel so, it's weird. I feel I'm very grateful, but I also have a hard time answering that because I know it can be so hard Mm -hmm. for women. So when I get answered that, whenever I ask that, I'm like, oh, it really was. I mean, it was just like literally we tried and, and, you know, being in the, maybe it helped being in the medical field because I knew a lot about your your own body. Yes. And it's good to hear like that perspective really yeah uh that i just knew like when to kind of be around that time to try so Mm -hmm. yeah i think uh, yeah it didn't take long at all and he was very upset about that (laughs) and now no more sex for two years (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you he was like anytime he talked about it's like man i was just so excited to speak but when i'm doing it everywhere and her being like because but the craziest part is we um yes easily got pregnant but it was so quickly, I remember I was, I'm pretty, very regular, like on the dot and I hadn't started, but I was like, ah, I'm probably going to, I kind of felt crampy and mm-hmm. just not good. And I'd went to a work trip where we actually, it was down in Florida and they had taken the team out on like this sunset boat ride one day and like 
there was alcohol and it was fun. Mm-hmm. And I was just like trying to drink my Corona. And I was like, ah, this is just it ain't, this it's not is sitting the well. way that I, I like, want my Corona to sit. I just really <laughs> want to have fun right now. And this yeah. is just not happening. Yeah. And so that was like a sunset trip. And they were like, all right, we're all going out to dinner. I was like, I've got to go home. I've got to go back to the hotel and I got to go to sleep right now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's 5 p.m. And I was like, I, I'm so tired. Yeah. And so I remember going back and just sleeping literally from 5 p.m. until like 6 a.m. the next day. I was like, I cannot, I don't know the last time mm-hmm. I've done that. And so when I got home, Ricky was on the road again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was actually in California at this beautiful winery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, back here working. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm kind of late. I was like, I'm going to get a pregnancy test. And uh, I think I, it literally was a day late. And so I went to the Walgreens and, you still feel so shameful buying a pregnancy test. I'm like, I'm married. I'm, you know, I'm 30 something years old. Don't look at me like that. Well, it's just so weird having this stranger know <laughs> yeah. that you're clearly about to maybe have this life changing moment. Almost no matter what the result is, yeah. like it's a big moment. Yeah, you just want to be like, I'll show you my uns- life. Yeah, it's just as unspoken. Like, uh. it's like, look, I've got the ring on. It's cool, right? I go into my bathroom and. You know, I get, my, get to going, and my little cat's there, Goldie, and she's sitting there just staring at me. And literally, I move it out, and like, Already. The, it was positive. And I was like, oh my God. And then I didn't really realize that, like, okay, so what? what's the next step, Haley? What are you going to do when you get that positive or that negative? Because mm-hmm. no, he's not here. Right. <laughs> and he's yeah. not going to be home for another week. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, Goldie, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like having this huge like meltdown right and then it goes into like oh god I don't uh, get to tell anyone right because you're the first person you want to tell is your husband yeah and he's on the road and you don't want to call you like have an idea of how you want to yes. do it you don't want to do it over the phone so yeah. I didn't want to like call him on the phone while he's probably like in you know somewhere and like oh I can't hear you what's that you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna, like Joel shut up you know it's always loud it's always not a great conversation and so I waited for a whole week oh wow Till he got home. And you didn't tell anybody else because you wanted him to be yeah, the first I didn't, one. I wanted him to be the first yeah. one, so I didn't tell anyone. Yeah, when he got home, and then I had, like, he comes in, of course. I'm sure I'm just, like, <laughs> just, <laughs> like a little puppy waiting for a treat. Just, like, what's going on? <laughs> ask me. Ask me how my week was. What are you going to ask me? <laughs> Like, I'm just, like, bursting. I'm probably, like, all red. And, yeah, I was like, oh, I have you something. He's like, well, I've got you some gifts, too. I was like, oh, me first. This is a great gift. And uh, <laughs> life-changing You're going to be thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> so I have it all on, on the cloud. But, um, yeah, I was in just in a little gift. And he looked down there, and I had the pregnancy test. And he was just like, what? He's like, you're Already? kidding. Yeah, he was like, right, really? And so that was it. And he was super excited and we cried. And yeah, it was it was a great moment. I need to look back on it, but we were super excited. So that was it. And then I got to tell everybody. But it was great. I was just super tired. Yeah. Yeah. Super tired all the Not time. Not sick? No. No, and I wasn't. There Oof, was like a couple jealous. mornings because I had to get up early at like 530 for work. That was rough. But I just remember that first trimester like... Oh, it was just a sloth. Like, I was mm-hmm. just like, I, I got to take a nap right now. Like, I have to lay down. Mm-hmm. I have to put my head mm-hmm. down. Yeah. So anybody going through the first trimester, take those naps. Mm-hmm. Take yeah. those naps. Yeah. Mine was like that in the first. All of them, actually. Second. Third. How many are there? Four, Third. they call. Third. And then your fourth trimester is after you have the baby. Right. Which yeah. is actually the place you need the most help, if you ask me. Yeah. Screw all that other stuff. I'm like, give me somebody that's Mm going to be here after this baby is born because, well, now I feel like Ricky would know what to do, but 
Oh my God, that was such a shell shock. First time is really hard. <laughs> yeah, like Jeremy's a, t- a completely different person right? for the second kid. Yeah. And probably like, you too. Well, just little things like if he's going to run out and get coffee, sometimes he'll just put the baby in the car and take her to go get yeah. coffee too because yeah. she loves being in the car. And then that just gives me like even like 25 minutes. Such a huge deal. I'm just like, that is like, thank you so much. Yeah. Like, j- and to not have to ask right that either because i don't even think i would think to ask for it because like oh you're just running right out but like it's really not any big deal it's not like more stress on him to bring her with him but i'm always Especially just, at that age now yeah. that we know i mean oh yeah they're so it's so good when they can't move mm-hmm. there's in that car seat and like back then you're like oh we can't take her anywhere oh my gosh we gotta bring this and there's a tiny Put, baby yeah. and like she's always scheduled and like we have to feed her and then she has to nap and like now we say that all the time with our toddler who just like runs and yeah. you know is doing everything and people warn you about that but still that's just part of being a first-time parent you're going to think every stage is really hard until you become a second time parent mm-hmm. and i was even talking about this with some of my colleagues earlier today about the second time yes there's less anxiety uh, because you know the you know what to expect but you haven't experienced the two two <laughs> Yeah. Of like, okay, but now. Oh, but this one still needs yes. to. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah. But yeah, I think we're going to be good on one. And yeah. We have decided that. Yeah, one and done. I always thought I was going to be a mom of three boys. Oof. I was going to have mm-hmm. three kids, you know, back yep. when we all. We had three. Yeah, I used we to say weird numbers too. too. Yeah. Or maybe two boys and a girl. I'm sorry. That's what I wanted. I really thought Dylan was going to be a boy. So whenever we got the results and it was a girl, I was just like, not devastated, but I was just like, oh, I just really wanted my plan. Yeah, I was just like, I <laughs> wanted this. Get what I want. Uh, <laughs> and I just thought all the pink. I just don't want all the pink. But she's a purple girl, so it's fine. There you go. What a blessing. <laughs> that's, Count that's all I want. That's all I want. I don't love pink. <laughs> oh, gosh. So your pregnancy was easy. Oh, yeah. Would you say? Except for the birthing part. I was about to say, what was your birth like? Ugh, man. Go on. I think that's why I don't want to have a second one. <laughs> it's oh, my favorite pregnancy. noise. What's the birth like? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you know, I had all the anime and the natural birthing in my head of what it was, hypnobirthing. Uh-huh. And I'm going to have this baby. She is going to slide out of me. Like, this is going to be the bo- most spiritual experience of my entire life. And I'm like, I'm a goddess. Oh, my body is my incredible. Chest. <laughs> on my chest. <laughs> me and Ricky are going to connect in a way we've never connected before. <laughs> Complete opposite. Yeah, triad natural labor did for 12 hours. <gasps> Ugh. Whoa. Yeah, in and in. Wow. Mm-hmm. Kind of an emergency C-section situation. Oh. But there was a moment in the car where it, the contraction was so bad. One, I thought, like, I'm going to have the baby mm-hmm. in the car. And this is, this is the nightmare of my husband's nightmare. Because he's told me, he's like, I don't want to have his baby in the car. Don't do that to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, it's going to happen. But there was this huge contraction. And I really think at that time, she flipped uh, sunny side up because mm-hmm. she was sunny side up. Because it was just the most horrific pain. Oof. And my pain changed after that. Because I was mm-hmm. a lot of like back, but I could breathe through it. Right. Um, so by the time we got to the hospital and, you know, you're walking in and I'm thinking I'm going to walk in and these ladies are just going to just like grab me up and get me into a bed. But that That's wasn't 12 t- hours later. <laughs> yeah. And I walk in and there's just people standing around, nurses behind there just tapping on her little computer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like trying not to scream because there's kids. All and right. I'm like, Ricky, I, I've already pre-registered. I did all the things I'm supposed to do. Aren't they just supposed to take me to a room? <laughs> And I didn't. So we just sat out there and I'm like yelling in front of these kids. Finally, they get me back there. They check you. 
I was um, I want I was pretty far dilated at that point. Mm-hmm. Get me to a room. Continue to try natural labor. And then there was a lot of problems with her baby. She started having a lot of D cells. It was just going into some really bad stuff because there was a point that I was laboring, and I swear fifty people ran into the room and literally like knocked me on the bed put me down, put a mask on me. That really freaked us all out. Yeah. But I I also knew I was like, oh, this isn't good. So, of course, I continued to still think I can do this. I can do this. Mm -hmm. My actual OBGYN came in to me because it was on a Friday evening. And uh, he's like, you're doing great. Um, I got to go to a Preds game. So... (laughs) I'm not shitting you. He's like, but this doctor, he's you, great. He is. I've never met him before, but he's going to take care of you. This guy, <laughs> this fella. You know, I was like, at that point, I'm just like, you know, you're just barely able to visualize anything. You're just trying to like not pass out. Like that's how I felt in between. Mm-hmm. I could definitely feel the waves coming. Like it has when it's described that wave i could feel it you know i could feel a peak and then i feel it come down and i knew i had like what felt like 10 seconds which was maybe like a minute or so Mm -hmm. before the next one before the next one Mm -hmm. and i was like i don't care and i was just like just leave me alone yeah you're going to you've been with me for 10 months you're going to a predscape and he said something like uh my wife would kill me if i missed it tonight and i was like get out of here But actually, it turned out to be a great thing because the doctor who did take over for him yeah. was so supportive of what I was trying to do. Yeah. And uh, he let me natural labor and um, he finally came to me after I was super exhausted. And the second time of everyone running in and having like another emergent situation, he mm-hmm. was like, we're going to have to take the baby like at this point. So the cord was wrapped around her neck and then mm-hmm. she was stuck in the pelvic mm-hmm. canal. And so he's like, she's not doing well. And um, my water had already broken. So mm-hmm. he's like, it's been too long laboring. Right. So we had a C-section and she was born at 12:11, And there we were. And then I think I got to hold her at like 5 a.m. because I was in so much pain afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I literally felt like I had been run over by a Mack truck. Well, you had to do mm-hmm. both versions kind of you know what i mean like laboring that long naturally and then also having to do the c-section when it was over were you just like okay well that's how it went down or did you have any like yeah depression or ptsd because you ended up having a c-section or i think i just had i don't know i'm not i wasn't against the idea of like you know whatever it takes to get my baby here safely i'm fine with that i just think it was so painful and then i remember I think one of the hardest things that hit me, it was being in a group of women and we kind of, you know, everybody talks about their birth story because that's our, that's our right at this point. It's like make space for that because it was a lot, whatever it was. Right. I remember one person <laughs> saying, oh, you got the easy way out. You got a C-section. And <gasps> can you, let's not say that. <laughs> People say like so many things. It's like, what? Why would just you? Go ahead and tell you that's not what you want to say. That is terrible. So that part I was like, oh, you know, of course I just want to yeah. be like, oh, you have no idea, but Surprisingly, I bit my tongue and didn't mm-hmm. punch her or anything. But yeah. I think just the whole idea of like going through that again. Yeah. I would definitely, if I did by whatever chance get pregnant, I think I would probably opt for a C-section just because I w- would never want to experience that again. Mm-hmm. And now medically going back over it, I'm like, man, this is how women probably die back in childbirth when we yeah. didn't have these options of being in hospitals. Oh, yeah. And I really think there is a huge, we need to bridge the gap between natural birthing and it's got the some, like our bodies can do this yes. just let it's and like they, yes ideally it. sure but but there's also reasons that we are we did institute people right. coming into hospitals and right. the reasons of this and we need to 
I am all about a woman having a voice in this. And I, I don't know. I'm trying to be very neutral. <laughs> neutral. <laughs> I was going to say country right now. I was like, that's probably not right with the political crap going on. I'm just whatever. Uh, you know, I'm just like, I'm trying to be very neutral on each side, but there is a reason and we need to bridge the gap. And it's gotten better, I think, with midwifery and everything. But just, and this podcast. And this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> This podcast is work. changing lives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that hospitals don't hate natural birthing ideas and that the right. natural birthing people aren't totally against a hospital. Right. 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 And we're it's there. It's not black and white. No. Yeah. And we're getting there, but it's still really because mm-hmm. I was even in the natural birthing part of this hospital that I was at and it, it still wasn't like I still felt very sterile right. and very regimented. Mm-hmm. And so we still have a long ways to go, but we have to realize that a lot of women died during childbirth, which brought along a lot of the things that are put in place now Mm -hmm. and just like anything it takes a while to like research and gather data and when there's anything medical that is completely what we go off of is just continuous education it has to be years of it before we're like okay this is safe totally unless it's covid but you know anyways (sighs) of course of course yeah and there's so much emotion and stuff around it Mm -hmm. too it's like yeah it's sensitive it's so sensitive but i mean i just think that's imperative um i support a natural birth and there's so many people that do have that blissful birth and i am so happy for those people but there's always a good reason too to have another plan Mm -hmm. for safety yeah with hospitals so yeah i was happy that i had mine and i was there so but she's good yeah she's four and a half and just full of so much energy energy oh my god you are our first guest that has a traveling husband so. um, where you kind of go through the stints of time of, of yeah. being solo and then adjustment to when he comes back in town. And I would love to hear how that experience has been mm. for you. Man. Well, I think it's really hard, um, really freaking hard because uh, that is his passion. And, you know, I guess that's something you talk about. And Rick and I had talked about that prior to having Dylan, but I think I was so independent. You know, his traveling never bothered me. And you're like, I got this. It's fine. Yeah. That's me. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I can do this. It's totally fine. Yeah, like, I want you to stay happy. I want yeah, you to I want you, do, I would never not keep want doing you, what you're yes. doing that makes you super yeah. happy. Yeah. I never not want you to do your passion because then you'd be resentful to me mm-hmm. and like, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he resents me anyways. <laughs> yeah. Haley always learns the hard way. <laughs> by experience um that's really freaking hard because i work a full-time job and even if i was a stay-at-home mom i mean oh my god just the that was just very eye-opening that experience i was very thankful for the pandemic in certain aspects because it kept him home yeah and i told him i was like that was right around the time that she was two and a half and i literally was like if that wouldn't have happened i think i would have been put into like an insane asylum or something mm-hmm. i was like so i would have had a break i think i would yeah. have had a break because i don't think i could have handled it it was so much it's just too much to get a child and she's in a wonderful school but it's just like getting her to school and i go to work all day and then you pick her up and she's like then i have to do the whole evening and the bath time and the bedtime and mm. as you know bedtime last forever and there's oh fights. my gosh yeah <laughs> that whole th- yeah it's a lot so yeah, this I've asked that it, he can only be gone for ten days at a time, and he's like, "Haley, that's just that's just not possible." I'm like, "But it is. I need my boundary." <laughs> it's hard, man. I, I mean, unless you have money to really support like a nanny yeah, sure. or something like that, that's not in the cards for us. So, and we don't really have close. I mean, we're, you know, don't have close family. My mom is an hour and a half away, mm-hmm. and his parents live in Texas. So, mm. you know, 
What would you do during those stints that he was gone? Like, you know, in case anybody's kind of in that space right now, did you have any any little things that you just kind of clung on to that helped you get through those those yeah. weeks? I mean, you got to have you got to have a you got to have a close friend with mm-hmm. a kid the same age. That is like your drop-in person. Remember when you were, wanted to be my friend and I was like, do you have a kid? <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have time for now you. Now you know. <laughs> yeah, I do know. I'm telling you. And I tell everyone because Joy hooked me up with this community of women that we were all having babies around the same time. And all had traveling musician had husbands. And yeah. that mm-hmm. first year and a half, our text thread and our... Blowing up. The hangs that we... It saved me. It was mm-hmm. like a savior being like, oh, that's normal. That's normal. It's normal to feel this way, right? I mean, the weirdest text that like you wouldn't want to send to anyone else, but we had it in that thread. Right. And it was just so life-giving. Or just like, is anybody else's baby just yeah. stop sleeping through the night all of a sudden? <laughs> like, what's happening? And then everyone would be like, yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. Or is your child doing this? Or like... Anyways, yeah, because after you get through the Leaps app, you know, because your child goes through all those leaps in yes. the first year. What is it? Wonder Weeks or whatever? Yeah, whatever that is. I've yeah. never heard of that. Yeah. <sighs> you just you just try to you get so fixated on things because you want to make your life easier, right? We want to try to plan to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll be prepared for this. You can't. No. You can't prepare. So you just got to have a friend that's kind of going through that season of your life or that's also kind of when after Dylan was born. I mean, that first two years, I just feel like I was... I don't remember who I was. Right. Really. Yeah. You're I, just kind of a, zo- a zombie. You're a, a zombie. Bit. You're there. Yeah. You're so present with that kid. And you want to do everything right. And I think you like push yourself so hard that you finally will get to a breaking point that you're like, all right, I, I can't. I'm not enjoying my child. I'm not enjoying mm-hmm. my life. I'm not enjoying my husband, my friends, nothing. Myself. So, yeah, me. <laughs> I don't even like myself. I don't want to be around me. Yeah. <laughs> so you, that's when you really will hit. And, you know. Those moms that don't experience that, because maybe like I see some moms and they get pregnant like six months after, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. wow, like, you're, you're amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. constantly I see <laughs> that, which I'm always like, wow. I literally feel like it's just a gift that some yeah. people have, like yeah. the gift for yeah parenting, yes. like that kind bandwidth. of bandwidth. That yeah, the bandwidth, the love, the patience. Like I feel like the way that everyone has are born with gifts. That there are people that yeah. are born with like extra doses of that. Yeah, see, I always like to give the explanation that, you know, there's some of those grocery bags that are really thick and heavy and they can carry a lot of weight, mm-hmm. you know, like those are some moms that just take it all. Well, I'm like the very thin garbage bag from like the gas station that mm-hmm, like if you mm-hmm. put one thing in it rips yeah. that's how i felt that's where i got i was just like i can't handle another I thing i can barely fit my 40 in this bag <laughs> yeah, i can't even put a 40 and it's busting <laughs> and it's busted through and i need that 40 i can't fit anything else in that bag <laughs> the most important thing to me right now God. so yeah after the two years i think that's when i kind of got back into the fitness game and i made time for myself and nice. got up early i was like all right i'm doing something yeah. for me that's what you do Mm-hmm. That's what I do. And I've always been, I've been athletic my whole life. I've always played sports. And I think even up until I had Dylan, I was, you know, I like to run. I, I played basketball like in a league. And uh, yeah, when that happens, you kind of lose all your hobbies because you have to focus on motherhood and just literally get each day done. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it was around that two and a half year mark. That I was like, I have to do something for myself to make me feel like I'm still here. Yeah. You know, and after baby, you already have, like, for me, I had a hard time with just my body. Not that I hated it. It mm-hmm. just, it's completely different. You know, I could be the same weight on the scale, but it wasn't the same. Right. You know, that's the whole rebirth of yourself that you just have to really play with. I don't feel like it was negative and I didn't 
take myself down a dark hole, but I just wanted to feel strong again, like I always yeah. had. Um, and so, yeah, that's when I kind of got into fitness and started getting up early and making it a priority that that's what I'm going to do. If I, if I have to get up at 530 and work out for 30 minutes, I can give that to myself mm-hmm. and that's going to make me feel better. And then it's done for the day and then I can be more present for her, for my work, you know. So that, that's when that whole fitness thing started. Yeah. It's been motivational for me to see that. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I've been seeing a new provider, a new functional provider, and we get really into like the mental health and emotional stuff. And she's like, you're so creative. And I'm like, me? (laughs) What's a functional provider? (laughs) Like uh, functional medicine. So they're doing more of like- Like integrative? Yes. Okay, great. Same thing. They're just looking at- Look at more in depth. Integrative, uh, integrating hol- holistic with yes, yeah, Western. May, yes, with Western medicine, and because also after I had Dylan, I got diagnosed with um, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Mm-hmm. So, which would like to say that's that a we, mouthful. It is. Um, so that's a thyroid problem, and it happens to a lot of women. Well, actually, one in four women will develop wow. this. And they don't know it because a lot of times you go to your primary care physician and they're going to check your thyroid, this one little basic lab level. And they're like, oh, it's normal. But there's a lot of other things that go into this from mm-hmm. your adrenals. And it makes a lot of sense when you look into it just because of the stress that women are under, one, through childbirth and just also pregnancy. So, mm-hmm. And then you have your kid and you have to breastfeed and there's just so much that That's happens. what one right. led to the other? Yeah. So, and I didn't even know it really. I was very tired, but I just thought, well, it's motherhood. Right. And I hadn't been able to lose the weight that I'd, what I felt I had mm-hmm. and was like the normal stuff of what I was doing. So it was one day I was actually in seeing a patient and they were like, what's wrong with your neck? And I was like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, your neck is like swollen. You have a lump right there. So immediately I, fa- I found it. I was like, oh my gosh, I do. I had this huge lump on the right side of my kind of right here on my throat. So I just called my doctor and I was like, hey, I need to get an ultrasound. So we ordered an ultrasound and come to find out I had multiple nodules on my thyroid. I have those too. Yeah. So that's, and then they punted me to endocrinology, did some more testing and they found that I have Hashimoto's. I don't have to take, I actually am managed just by diet right now mm-hmm. and taking supplements. But so what does it do? What, what does it mean? So, what does it do? Well, just it means that my thyroid, well, I just is, I have antibodies that are attacking my thyroid. And so your mm. thyroid is just kind of like, that's the regulatory system for your whole body from how you deal with stress, the fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And so you can only imagine how mothers, this right. is triggered right. all the time. <laughs> and so what will happen is I will just, I try to manage this with, you know, just being very cognizant of diet and things that are, I'm sensitive to and we could go, it could be another whole podcast. Right. But just to kind of give you the Reader's <laughs> Digest of this, supplements that kind of help support that, staying away from foods that trigger it, and also knowing my stress levels is big for me. Like, I just have to really be more mindful of that and know that, like, hey, this is going to be stressful for me and I need to take a few moments. I can't just, like, power through it anymore right. mm-hmm. and take more time to, like, do the things that are mindful and more calming to my system. Is the fatigue, like, the main? Yeah. It was mine. I mean, um, I was like, I was so tired. Outcome? Or are there other? Yeah, I mean, fatigue, brittle nails, dry skin, oh, eczema. The most brittle nails of anyone I know. Dang. Um, Gotta get my yeah. thyroid checked out. Or if yeah, it, a lot of women that just weird. are like, hey, I can't. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be getting their thyroid. For months and yeah. I haven't said anything. <laughs> So that just that's what it ended up doing. It just attacks your thyroid until finally your levels get get so bad that in mm-hmm. Westernized medicine we check your TSH and they're like, oh yeah, you're you're like completely off here. Take Synthroid or Levothyroxine. Right. 
But there's a lot of other things that we can do prior to that. If an endocrinologist is listening to this, they're going to be like, you're lying. Any endocrinologist out there. <laughs> you're not. You're lying. But then if you talk to a functional medicine, I'm like, yes, girl, yes. Tell, yeah. the, tell them about it. Totally. But, you know, I don't want to be on a med. That if, Eventually, if that has to happen, but I want to try to, if there's, I've always been that way. That's why I'm in medicine. Right. If there's something I can do to help myself, mm-hmm. I want to know it so I can do it. Right. You know, we're also scared of knowing the thing. But for me, I'm like, let me just know it so I can fix it. Yeah. So, yeah, that happened. So that was like a huge thing. But also exercise is great. Not like hit workouts mm-hmm. immediately because that's really triggering for your thyroid, too. But so having exercise is good for me. It's helped to maintain that and keep my at this point, I want to say it's in remission, my Hashimoto's. Yeah. So that's awesome. It is awesome. I was that was kind of scary because I was like, oh, crap, man, I'm going to be on thyroid medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also being in a community talking about fitness because, yes, I do a lot of fitness now, but I did work up with someone that Joy connected me with, a great girlfriend, Stephanie. Oh, Redone. Stephanie. Yeah. And She'll be on. She'll be on at some yes, point. Yes. And yeah. let me just plug her with her amazing self. Mm-hmm. And I think for women, just don't step right into like doing hit workouts like you used to yeah. or going on a run which like, is hard because you want well, you that, want to. you want um, i want immediate results <laughs> yes. yeah. i want to be sweating yes. and really feel like yeah. i just kicked my own ass yes. so hard so often like yeah i want to like in i don't want to do minutes. yoga and just yeah. like little things with my legs like that is not <laughs> no. a workout i don't want to do breath exercises come no. on um but like one time right after i had him I was trying to do that to push myself too hard. And I put on, just put on pants. And the way that they were tight was so, <laughs> not, it wasn't just they were too tight. It was just like they, the way that they hit my body was so painful. Yes. Or like my abdomen. And I thought, well, yeah, this is going to be different than I thought. Like yes. this, this is going to be a different climb. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy how pants really do bother you now? You're like. For me, even, you know, I mean, a pair of pants can (gasps) make or break my entire day. (laughs) (laughs) It really can. I put those pants on in the morning and they are not working out. Uh (laughs) The day is ruined. But just think of when you were before kids, like, you never thought about your pants. I mean, yeah, they might be tight, but it's like, ah, it's fine. And now you're like, all right, this is two hours of this. I need to get home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not happy. But anyway, Stephanie Gordon really helped strengthen everything mm-hmm. in my abdominals and she did that beginning of covid for a group of girls yeah we were doing some early covid workouts but then i got pregnant got so pregnant. i i bounced but. so i always tell people go to someone like that first do yeah. not start exercising and try to just jump back to where you were prior because yeah. it'll be bad so yeah. she really helped me and i worked with her for probably six weeks and then was able to do my own what, I is, mean, her, what is her instagram strong mom fitness yes, yes. Strong. um coming up ava was maybe like four or five and I just happened to see a friend post something on Instagram that was, it started with like, sorry, this is such a long post, whatever. And I clicked on it to read the whole thing. And it was, it was a long post, <laughs> but it was all about her realizing that she had diastasis mm-hmm. and not having known that that was a thing. And it was the first time I even ever saw that term written out and I had been doing I mean I had been going at it for five six years of trying to lose the baby weight with from Ava working out going to the Y four to five days a week and not getting the results that I was hoping for and I just I I looked it up and I I just had a complete meltdown because I had been working so Mm. hard to get my stomach back to where it didn't just feel like a loose bag of soup and realizing 
I'd been doing all the wrong exercises and doing all the exercises that not only weren't good, but were making it worse. Yes. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Why don't you know this before you even leave the hospital? Like, well, talk about this. Where is this information yeah. that I would have greatly appreciated receiving five years ago? Post- it's um, diastasis recti, recti, right, where your abdominal. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Yeah, the, yeah your separates. muscles separate, but like crunch it. There's so many normal ab exercises that we all grow up knowing yeah. that actually keep pushing them apart instead of helping them fuse back together. And I was just like, so you like work on your you got to be kidding me. There's breathing so that's why, yes, women, please mm-hmm. take the time, although it can, you're so impatient just mm-hmm. to get back to that. That's going to help you in the long run because, yeah, yeah you can and you can like measure it, you know, by your finger widths, how yeah. spread apart it is. And so that's uh, Stephanie helps a lot with that. That's her whole whole that's thing, thing is what she does at Strong Mom Fitness. Yeah. Um, what's the biggest struggle right now? She's four and a half, you said. Mm-hmm. What's your, what What are the things that are um, the hardest about this age for you? Right now, bedtime's hard. Mm-hmm. Transitions have always been hard with my yeah. kid. I don't know. I, I, I guess that's, I'm telling myself this is normal, but we have always had a hard time moving from just from the house to out to go to somewhere. Oh Him, he's the same. Yeah. It's like, and so. Everything. Yeah. I don't know. And I feel like some kids have a really uh, getting dressed in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She really wants to own every idea, which is beautiful and you want to foster that and you're like cool like wear whatever you want to wear but we just got to get it on and we got to get out the door Mm -hmm. without me yelling at you right that's our hard things right now is morning times getting out the door for school because it's like all right here's which dress do you want to wear she's like i don't want to get dressed right now Mm -hmm. i want to play you know i'm just like all right five more minutes you should be like all right i'm gonna set a timer for five minutes and then we can go and then she's like that's not enough minutes i need 80 minutes (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, I would love 80 minutes to get dressed, too. And you're like, and so then it becomes like, then she just gets into these huge meltdowns because you're like, well, we don't have that long. We've got this time. And we've done the whole thing. Like, let's talk about the morning routine. Actually, wear your clothes that you're going to wear to school. Wear them to bed. (laughs) Come out the night before. Put the dress on. Yeah, that's right. And we've done that. I even thought that's a good idea. Oh, we've done that for a long time. We're like, what would you like to wear tomorrow? Okay, let's put this dress on because she was really in just dresses. I'm like, yeah, pick out a dress. Was she like that with diaper changes, too? He's really tough with diaper changes. I mean, I know she's not probably. I mean, I'm sure she was. I just, man. As soon as it's over, you just pretend it never happened. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Like a part of your, the trauma in your brain just blocks it out. (laughs) Forget that. We survived and we're never going to think about this again. (laughs) That's not a core memory. I'm sorry. (laughs) That one's gone. That's fair. Good for you. Uh, yeah, transitions and then just getting to bed, you know, it's like it's uh, and that's another thing. Like, thank God Ricky's home because we just kind of try to switch tag that team. off tag team because mm-hmm. it's gonna, so that's our biggest struggle is just bedtime and then transitions getting her out the door into school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know when that gets easier. But Ava <sighs> is nine and bedtime is still my least favorite. Like I would I, Penny is easier to put to bed. Yeah, a baby, a newborn four. baby is easier. Yeah. Not a newborn. One year old. Oh, yeah, those like, days work. I can't cake. Are you kidding me? We talk about it all the time. Like, oh, bottle, burp. Yeah. I can't tell you how how often I am thankful that she can't talk to me yet. <laughs> <laughs> there is no conversation. I literally just go, here's what's happening. You can cry about it if you want, but I'm going to leave back. the room. <laughs> See you later. There's no coming out of the room. Oh, man. And being like, but mom, can I just, mom, 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 mom. Are you serious? Mom, She's mom, nine? Mom, Yes. 
Oh, joy. I know. <laughs> it's not I told Jeremy, I was like, bedtime is a trigger for me. <laughs> Made all of us. How's yeah. yours? How does... He's I, two, three? He, he's two. Yeah. Um, he's two. Uh, transitions are really hard. We do, Eric does bath. And I'm, I feel really lucky that we have that. Like, that's the thing that we found early on was bath, taking that off my plate, and then him carrying him upstairs. There's several different things. And then he cleans downstairs. And so when I come back down, it's like fresh and I can like mm-hmm. look at, which is such, it's like my favorite thing. Yeah. And I'm bragging, but whatever. Oh, so that's surprise. really nice. But Parker, sorry, that's not the question you asked. It's sometimes a struggle. But we kind of have a, a thing that works. Yeah. But transitions are hard. I mean, like getting him out the door for the morning, like in for school. Yeah. And time is such a struggle for me already. Right. He adds to So it. often I just like grab him and, and get him dressed. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's I know, like I say, you know, one, two, three, I give him the option like a million mm-hmm. times and I do mm-hmm. the thing. But like at some point I'm like, I have to go. Yeah. Like we have to mm-hmm. get in the car, getting in the car. Just everything is just mm-hmm. moving through jello. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's just pressing his boundaries anyway. No, it's the same. And even like yeah. going to get her outside, like it's a beautiful day. And I'm like, it's the weekend. Let's go play outside. I'm not, I'm playing inside. And it's like, oh my God. It, I just, just do what I want to do all the time. All the time. Right. You would have a better mom. <laughs> yeah. I would be happier. Literally everybody wins. <laughs> yeah. Did you see how this If be you better? could continue to just put me first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is he wants to do, usually the opposite. But it's pretty clear, especially at this age, what he's doing, like just mm-hmm. trying to assert his right. individuality yes. and stuff, which I presume is going to then mm-hmm. continue here. And that's still exact same things happening at four because mm-hmm. they it sounds like they might be similar in that way as, you know, jarring. Yeah, it is. It's hard. And he's like you want them to have it. And you the good thing is, is I feel like, thank God we all talk about this more than I feel like our mothers did. And mm-hmm. there's so much yeah. information like my mom and I talk about this and she's like, oh, I just didn't. Well, first off, she's like, oh. I don't know. I don't nothing remember. About, well, she's like, I don't know nothing about that respectful parenting stuff y'all do. She's like, when I need them to do something, I tell them. It's like, <laughs> she watches my child. I'm like, you do it, mom. Yeah. But also, I'm always like, mom, don't. I mean, it's like, we have a constant information in our hands with our phones yep. about yeah. how to handle You didn't have that. It's yeah. Like, it's fine. But maybe that's good for this. Maybe it's bad for us. Both, I don't know. I'm sure. You know, but yeah. I just try to like give her all the options and I see that like, oh, this is just her independence. She really. Right. I get that. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't want somebody telling me what to do all the time either. But, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I tell him that. I feel bad about grabbing him. I just, we have to do stuff. I don't know what else to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. But she's also very after. imaginative right now. Like her creative. Mm-hmm. That has been like, this is super fun. This age is also super fun because she's drawing and yeah. coloring and like. They're like spending more time on specific yes. tasks. Like I remember four for me being like. Okay. Yeah. That we're entering like a different level. I feel like four, five, and six were like some of my favorite. Yeah. We're in a sweet spot too. Mm -hmm. Like there's the hard transitions, but this is by far Mm -hmm. a very sweet spot for me. Some people love the baby stage. I don't know that that was really my thing, but this stage right here and seeing her play and just light up and her excitement about things and seeing what what she really likes to do has been super fun or just having a friend over and they can play together yeah. like that's great yeah and you're like oh yeah i get a break for it's her. when like played it it's when like when other kids at your house you're like no no please yes please drop your kid yes. off at my house because that means my kid won't be bothering yes. me for the next two hours that's, we're in that spot right now yeah so it's great she's super fun super cute I know, it's just that's the hard part of it i guess right now mm-hmm. so and the mom guilt like i like you know i think i have someone asked me the day they're like because i do work time and then i also pick up on the weekends at another job and they're like you know do you have mom guilt and i'm like there's just no place for it 
you know, when I'm present with her, I'm present with her and try to be. And that's hard. But I think I had to let that go because that's when I started to lose myself. Right. With when you just compound all the things you have to do in life and like I have to work for our family. And right. that's that is not a, it's not not an option. So I can't sit here and feel bad about it. You know, I used to give myself a lot of guilt because I just wanted to be so present with her when I came home. And there's just mm-hmm. some days from work that I'm just like, uh, I'm a, I have nothing. Yeah. I have nothing there. Yeah. But, you know, I thought, I was like, I'm sure there's some stay-at-home moms that also feel that same way because it's oh my so gosh, yeah. Yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Or you're just like, I literally spent the last six hours yeah. doing this and there's still how many hours yeah. left? <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you. <clears throat> I think I even when they're young, I mean, or my opinion is that even when they're young, like communicating those things. I mean, I tell him that. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is what's going on. Me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I just feel like hearing it, yep. you know? Yeah. Not like I'm like, this is why I'm sad. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I'm so tired. This is what happened. If I can't, like, engage, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dylan's like, oh, mom, you need to go rest on your bed. Are you tired? And I'm like, yes. Yes, yes I, I do. do. Mom yeah. needs to, she, she's starting to say those things now. Yeah. I'm like, jeez. Oh, when, when I'm, like, really at my limit, I mean, I can't tell you how many times Ava's probably seen me cry. And not, like, in a dramatic way, just in mm-hmm. my own personal way and she like immediately will flip into this like nurse caregiver Mm -hmm. thing and she'll like set up a little spa in her room and be like come just come lay down and she'll take the lotion out and she'll like put on music on my phone oh okay i'm into this (laughs) oh so you know cry more around your kids is my (laughs) my greatest advice show the real emotions (laughs) but she did i don't know if i already said this story on a previous podcast so stop me if i did but we were in the car the other day and she said i really think you need to have a, a boy we, we got to have a boy. I think oh. you said that. And I, and I was like, are you kidding me? Oh. I go, do you know how little of a relationship we have right now? Because I am with Penny mm-hmm. 24-7. Like, I wouldn't ever have any time and energy to do things with you. Like, we have a we have like a thing planned. We're supposed to have like a, a mom-daughter date that was like a Christmas present that we still have not found a day to do. It, just as far as talking about just being open with your kids about like no this is you know having a baby is hard you're yeah. living through it you like have, we don't get much time together are you are and, you checking into reality here Ava? <laughs> yeah. see what's happening Hello. look around you you seem a little delusional i mean yeah. how many times have i gotten mad at you <laughs> um, the temperature of the room here. and she goes but we have to have a boy to carry on the oh. family name uh, oh. <laughs> that was so cute that she was even like aware or cared and I said, well, dad was sad about that, about not having a boy to have that. And I said, but you know what? If you want to carry on the name, you can. He's yeah. like, there's lots of different ways now. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to take, mm-hmm. you can have a hyphenated name, whatever, just yeah. the options. And she was like, oh, okay. Oh, I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I know. I Problem I solved. So I don't have to have a boy anymore. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> that was close that one. Was so <laughs> close. Would say. That's close one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i thought about that too i was like oh but i can't i always wanted a boy and i was like oh, i just i can't mm-hmm. i can't have a traveling musician in this i was like i don't i don't and live in nashville and not have help i was like it's just mm-hmm. not affordable yeah. yeah it's just i can't i can't even imagine it i really yeah. can't i told jeremy i was like i think the only way i could handle a third kid is if we were super rich yeah and i could have like not a live-in nanny but like 
I am their only job. Like, yeah, is just yeah, the around home. the clock help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could have several kids that way. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's get rich. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. What do you think we're doing here? Yeah. Oh, we're we're building something. An empire. <laughs> it's, it's, this this right here. This one right here. Huge. It's gonna set us on the trajectory <laughs> for. for some <clears throat> big things, ladies. Big bags of cash. <laughs> that brings us to uh oh, the real reason we're here. Yeah, pop culture corner. We need a. I we do. We, need a song. we really need a little like a, intro. I don't know what it is, but you know what? I'm gonna see Gabe tomorrow. I'll ask him if he can. Yeah, tell make him a little really. Tell him to make it really make good. It poppy. Yeah. And culture really short, and really like one, like literally, like <laughs> anyway, we'll sh- workshop it after. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all paying for this because I'm not signed up for it. <laughs> uh, paying for what? The little pop songs. I'm going to make the song, yeah, the ditty because oh. you can get like you can make a ditty for a commercial and get a lot of money, oh, a lot okay. of residuals. Yeah. yeah, oh, you got some ideas. Got I mean, it. I can if it's going to make some money. I'm a, I'm a hustler, man. Yeah, she's out. a hustler. She wants all could, the money. If I'm doing anything, I better be making some money from it. That's <laughs> they're paying me for this. True that. <laughs> How much does Dylan pay you? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's my only debt. <laughs> Holla! Holla! <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't cut out the first one now because then no, no one will get the second reference. <laughs> no, and then they'll just hate me. <laughs> um. Okay, so we're going to talk about Emily in Paris. I'm ready. Go. Emily in Paris is a Netflix series. I heard it was written by an algorithm or like written just, and I'm sorry if you're a writer on it. My bad, but that's what I heard. It's it's Phil Collins' daughter is the star, Lily Collins, and she's like, impossibly pretty she moves to paris the hot doctor from Grey's anatomy is the frumpiest person on the show the outfits are dumb but perfect for her but they're dumb the guys are like like incredibly hot honestly like almost too hot for her no if it means she's stunning and i don't know whatever it's physical i'm sorry to say it um <laughs> and like it's something you can watch while scrolling on your phone um yeah. Some people funny. Oh, some characters are funny. And I really like this lady, so- Sylvie, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's like eating candy. It's just really easy to watch. And, oh, I made a note about Haley being really well put together like Lily Collins. Dang. Oh, did. She's always just everything is so per- It's a, And I don't mean this. Oh, I mean, I don't mean to, no pressure on you. But, yeah, everything is. You guys really should perfect. see me okay. right now how okay. perfect this is. You did right. good. Thanks. Nailed it. Nailed it. So now and then we just talk about what you think about it. Yeah. yeah. Quickly. Nothing real. No low pressure. I will say that she had to talk about that because the only TV show I've watched probably in the last. <laughs> hey, I don't know. There's a lot of heavy TV out there. So yeah. I get why I in mean, your spare the, time and it and the episodes go by fast. It's just yeah. an easy. I think they're like 20 minutes. Yeah. It's just well, an you know, easy here I did turn on. to Emily and Paris because I also tried to I did watch Made and. That was a real Oh my gosh. Said, no, oh no. my gosh. The it's... first episode, I was like bawling, yeah, but no, then no, I no. couldn't stop watching no, it. It's it's so good, but it's so heavy. Oh my God, it was There's so, so many mom moments that I was just. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So don't watch that if you're having a hard time. Go on to Emily in Paris because, like you said, it was just something uh-huh. that I could completely zone out right. and just watch. Yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned the outfits because that was like the one thing that I was like, it's so insane thinking that this person has a different insane outfit to wear for every single multiple outfits a day yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one has this type of wardrobe but that's also 
a huge part of the show. That's the I whole feel part like of the show. is well, kind of a Sex in the City ish thing yes. of just like it wishes, but yes, but yes, it's so but bad. Like, it's so bad, right? It's so yeah, bad. it's terrible. Like it's I was not, just, I wanted more. You're yeah, in Paris. No, this great. is the mecca of fashion. But I watched oh, all. Of- oh, you mean the fashion's bad? Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. Yeah, I was like, okay. Oh, I know nothing about fashion at all. I, I don't either, even but- understand why the people who decide what is <laughs> great is great. <laughs> I yeah, like that. No I idea. Mean, I like that about you. They don't. I don't have anything smart to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> just don't watch it for the fashion. But it's kind of. They're wild and crazy, and it's like, well, this yeah. is totally the opposite of what I would think of this. It's where like you're at the TV show version of reality TV, almost like the yeah. same kind of guilty mm-hmm. pleasure of just like, oh, easy. This doesn't matter. I yes. don't have to think yeah. while I'm watching yeah. it. It's, it's not going to make me sad. Yeah. I get to see like cool shots of Paris. Yes, right. If you heard it here, if you just want to mm-hmm. like really turn off your brain and watch garbage, watch Emily <laughs> in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> well, so many women watch the those Real Housewives. I, I do. She does. Yeah. Don't That's why anything. this whole thing started. Was oh. because she loves. Yeah, I like just real garbage shows, TV. Like yeah. I watch anything horrible, anything like where your brain is shut off. It started with I really needed. Like I went through like a sort of difficult time, and then it was it was like helpful, like okay. to see just terrible mm-hmm. people that are make um, you feel less terrible. Yeah, make me feel less <laughs> terrible. And now it's just it's like a comfort. It's like a comforting thing. Really? Are they still doing them? Like, there's actual new oh, episodes yeah. of Real Housewives? Real Housewives? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's... They're building new franchises. Forever, I think. Shut up. I do think it will, like, peter out. People are saying, like, it might, you know, end. Some of them will. And anyway, it's interesting. Well... Haley, thank yes. you so much for being here. Oh, thank you guys for having me and sharing with us. It's so really important that I got to come on this podcast. Oh, no, thank you for taking the time. We yeah. really appreciate it. The doctor and everything. Oh, wow. Just, just me. Moms hanging out. Yeah. I love it. Thanks for having me. This is fun. 